tired. So tired. Overtired. Hello, uh, people. Hello, people. <laughs> I didn't have a bit in my back pocket. I was looking for like, hello, metro area uh, commuters. Hello, uh, metrosexuals. Uh, yeah, hello, all you people, the commuters and the sexuals. Um, this is the Overtired Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jeff Severins Gunsel, and I'm here with Brett Terpstra. And Christina Warren has COVID and is not with us this week. So pour one out. Uh, Fauci was right. Uh, <laughs> what else do we want to say? Hashtag something. Um, anyway. Elon was wrong. Elon Elon is wrong. DeSantis was wrong. Oh, man. Why are we letting all these people's names onto our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> they take up a lot of space once you, once you let them in. Um, yeah. All right. Everyone's banished, but you and me and the, and the spirit of Christina. Hi, Brett. Hi, Jeff. How's it going? It's, uh, it's good. I am, I am waiting on my, so it's been snowing a lot. Yes, it has. I don't know how much you guys have up in the cities, but we've gotten about a foot now. And, uh, I have an electric snowblower that is not great for clearing wet snow. And, uh, so we're, at the mercy of our neighbor with like uh, his four wheeler with a plow on it. And he comes and digs us out, but on his schedule, not ours. Right. Right. Of course. Um, and L's car is a Sonata. And I don't know if you've ever driven a Sonata in this. Yeah. Snow. That's a, is it a four wheel drive Sonata? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a front wheel drive four cylinder Sonata that does not handle snow at all. <laughs> like the slightest, the slightest layer of slick on the road and it serves fishtailing. Wow. Uh, so when it snows, she drives my Audi. All Audis are all wheel drive with mm -hmm. anti-lock brakes and they are amazing winter vehicles. Um, yeah, like you can drive my Audi in a foot of snow and not even realize it's slippery. Like it just handles, it just handles it. Uh, so on days like this, she takes my car to work and I stay home without transportation. So she is currently responsible for picking up my Vivance today. And I am not taking my Vivance yet. I am, I am at her mercy. Uh, when she is able to pick up my Vivance and drop it off, so I'm a little, I'm a little deadpan right now. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm lacking the, I'm lacking my usual, my usual Terpstra zest. I don't know. You got a little pep in your step, <laughs> a little dip in your hip. I got new glasses. <laughs> new glasses. Congratulations. Where did you get those? Oh, from Zenny Optical. That's like a mail order thing that I don't know about. Yeah. Like I got my pupillary distance measured last time I had an eye appointment. That is none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got glasses fitted and they fit perfectly. And they got the, they got that blue light blocking. And I got to say, I, I, I love them. And it was like a hundred bucks total for like the whole package with clip on sunglasses and everything. Ooh. Yeah, glasses. fancy, right? Where do you keep those fucking things when you're not? I using don't them? know yet. Yeah, right the now they're in my bathroom cabinet, but that's not where you need them. I'll probably keep them in my car. Yeah, maybe somewhere at least on the way outside. Like I seriously considered the transition lenses, but mm. you have to make a choice. Either you get lenses that go completely clear when you're inside, 
which is a must for me. Like I can't stand talking to people that look like their their glasses look like they're on their way out. Yeah, um, right, right, right. It's not polite. <laughs> it's not polite to send those kind of signals. It's not presence. I saw, I saw a meme that just said transition lenses that get darker the longer somebody talks to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, good. So the those though do not activate when you're inside your car behind your like UV protection um windshield so i need like the only time i need my glasses to turn into sunglasses is when i'm driving Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so i need and it was an either or and neither of them if they ever can combine glasses that will activate behind a uv windshield and go completely clear when you're indoors then i will buy transition what about like a button on the side that's like (laughs) You're in control, you know, <laughs> and and it turns on like one way mirrors, like mirror shades. Sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. I um, I just had my uh, I just had my eyes examined. Uh, my annual eye exam, and I am getting progressive lenses. That's right, God damn it! And I'm yep. turning forty eight in about a month, so it all works. It all works. We got a bag of chips. Get no, I got a bag of meds. Ooh, a bag of meds. Did Al just come in? Al just came in. Al, come back. Uh, hey, wait. Al, come back. She's coming back. Okay. You get to watch me take my my Vivance live on air. Hi. Hey, Al, say say hello to me and oh. to the overtired listeners. Your name is your name is mentioned. Uh, your name is mentioned on this podcast regularly, but we never heard your voice. Oh, I'm on the podcast. I was just saying. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> All right. Hello to Jeff and Brett and Christina's listeners. All right. Good to see you. All right. Now we get to we get to see Brett's Vivans kick in uh, over the course of the podcast. We'll see. It takes like an hour, though. Mm. That's why I used to be prescribed uh, Vivans and then Focalin. Yeah. Because the Focalin, I would take the short acting, like it would give me the immediate like it kicks in so fast. I see. Yeah, right, right, right. Like yeah. 15 minutes in and you're good to you're good to roll and then I could take it in the evenings as needed. Yeah. Um if I had to work long days or whatever and the Vivance just kind of was the like steady, slow and steady. But turns out <laughs> that's a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Anything that just jacks you right away is kind of a <laughs> Well, I mean, I love Focalin. I really do. Yeah. But as we've discussed before, I love it too much. As I recall, it is for you as a as a past cocaine user, it is a little too close to cocaine. It is. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's no good. You don't want that. Um, would you like to meet me over here uh, in the hold on? Let me do a vocal effect. I'm just going to walk over here to the mental health corner. Um, do you want to join me over here? Mm. On my way. I'll be right there. <laughs> oh, hey. You look great. She, she brought me water to take my Vivance with. That but it's, is awesome. But it's uh, seltzer water. Mm, yep. So now I've got the burps. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I always take my meds with seltzer water. I can't drink regular water anymore. Ever since we got the soda stream. Yeah. Like yeah. regular water is just too boring for me. I, I seltzerize everything. I was in the country somewhere. don't remember which one where um, the, the waiter came up and said, would you like water with gas? I was, <laughs> I was like, yes, please. The same, the same menu had um, emaciated chicken. 
uh, on it. <laughs> what does that mean? This is the bad translation of I don't know what. Um, um, lean, lean, lean chicken. Yeah. You usually see lean chicken on the on the on the menu. Anyway, chicken is lean. How you doing? I um. So I am on like week seven of no manic episodes, well, and I am definitely jonesing for one. Is that but, a record? Um. No, a few months back, like I, I guess a year ago, I had a stint about this long. It actually I went remember. on for like three months. You can see it in my my GitHub yeah. activity. There's yeah. like this three month stretch of just like two commits a week. And um I'm doing a little better now than I was then. Like um I've I've found a better stable than that. Okay. But but yeah, it has been, it's been a year, like I was having basically once or twice a month, mm-hmm. um, was Man. having like three to five day episodes, you know, rapid cycling. But, um, yeah, this has been a long, long stable for me and I, uh, I'm doing okay. I, uh, I got, I got the end of the year deadlines to meet. Which I'm definitely taking my sweet time with. Um, I'm <laughs> counting on that ADHD last minute <laughs> pressure to uh, get things done. Yeah, it's a prison. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but I got my vibance now. Um, I think I think it's going to be a good day. <laughs> we'll nice. see. Nice. Well, anything else you want to report? Nope. I think that's I think that's my whole check in. um yeah i don't i i have a sort of i've had a medication situation in that there was as we've talked about there was a adderall slash vivance shortage maybe there still is but it's not the case in minneapolis right now um so i went i had a kind of period of time when i didn't have any vivance and then i was able to obtain some we're not going to talk about that i got it through that guy from ftx um (laughs) He he traded. He said, "If you'll comb my hair, I will give you Vivance." And I was like, "Absolutely, let's do that." Um, so I combed his hair, and then they arrested him. So anyway, <laughs> uh, but that that has run out, and there's just been some kind of insurance issue that my um, medication manager has struggled to figure out, and it's been super frustrating. And I had just a hard couple days of coming off of Vivance when I didn't intend to or mean to, um, but I'm through that now uh and i mean i think we've talked about this on this show before but you know i'm still relatively new to medications like i i started on sertraline at the beginning of the pandemic coincidentally for anxiety um then i was taking like trazodone for sleep but that that just wasn't right for me um and then with a bipolar diagnosis i started taking you know a pretty heavy cocktail of meds and i've definitely learned more than I ought to need to learn <laughs> that even slight adjustments in the medication um, can really throw you off. And if you're not really aware or truly present to the fact that you have changed something, um, I have, I have run, you know, I run the risk of like not knowing why I'm in such a terrible mood or why yeah. my like bones ache or like whatever. And then just thinking kind of catastrophizing a little bit about that and then realizing, Oh Jesus. Okay. That's right. I just switched the dosage or I just switched whatever. And so I get it now, but, um, 
I feel like for anybody out there taking medication or if you will one day, like I don't think you can like repeat that back to yourself too often, you know? Like yeah. if there's a change, let your partner know if you got yeah. you know, like Do you <laughs> do you find in general that you have trouble making connections, cause cause and reaction connections in your life? Um like for me, like I absolutely uh just constantly L will have to point out, well, obviously you're having stomach problems. You ate this thing yesterday, or of course you're in a down mood. You know, you you just came off a manic episode and your meds changed. And right. like she sees these connections for me that should be obvious. Like they're pretty like the next day kind of things happen. Uh, but I don't, I don't, I have a hard time making those connections and remembering what's going on. I would say that I am just now at the point where I am making those connections. And one thing that was great about that when, when I went off five bands was like the second day I was just super agitated and like, I just hated everyone, man. I also tried to go to Costco, which was a mistake, but like, I was just really intensely agitated i was able to contain it um which i'm really grateful for and i was able to, the way i kind of describe it is i was able to like just like hold a tarp over my head <laughs> as the rain came down you know and just like walk through that storm and just be like this isn't i mean it's real but it isn't real don't don't turn this into something it's not this is literally you know chemical imbalance in your brain yeah. um and it's only going to last another day and you're going to be okay and this was the first time I was able to really ride it through like that and contain it and not be a grouch around the house yeah. or like whatever, you know? Um, so, so yeah, I think I make the connection better now. It's more like, like when I took that last five ants on Saturday, I was very aware. I was like, okay, here we go. Right. Uh -huh. This is the last one, which means tomorrow this time I might just feel really down or I might just feel really tired. And the next day I might just feel super agitated, but it's, and my bones might ache or something sure. which seems to happen to me. Uh, so anyway, that's it. But yeah, it's, it, you're, you raise an important point is like finding a way to be, how can you be present to the connection? Cause like for me, I don't know if you're like this, but if I'm like, if I'm not super sort of resourced or like balanced, I really lose track of time. I can forget a few times a day what what day it is. Even yeah, that's a common ADHD. Season. Yeah, yeah. And so when I'm in that state, it it definitely becomes that much harder to make connections because time is all messed up. Yeah. And so that's something I've been trying to also keep in mind. So I I never I never lose track of what time it is, but I definitely lose track of where I'm supposed to be at any given time. I lose that too. Yeah, I, uh, like I can take a nap and I wake up and I know what time it is without looking at my watch. Like I always yeah, yeah, yeah. know, right, right, I always right, know right. what time it is. I just forget that, you know, at 10 o'clock I was supposed to be in a meeting and now it's 1030 and I'm just now realizing yeah, that I missed that I missed an important meeting. Yeah, happens. I have a, I have that. I mean, I, to the point of where I'm just embarrassed, where it's like I, I have to look at the calendar so many times in a day because yeah. I, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's so much that I forget, which I do, or that I don't trust myself to remember right. And so I'm constantly looking at it. And and more than anyone, I mean, normal humans should need to look at their calendar when they only have three fucking things on it, right? Like yeah. for the day, right. you know? But I don't know. So it goes. I always That's, forget the third thing. 
What's the third I was, thing? I, no, the like the third thing on the calendar. I'll get through the oh, second yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. and my brain will tell me, <laughs> oh, boo, you made it. You're done. Yep. Yeah, and I forget the third thing. Shit. <laughs> and when you and I work together, that's when either you or I write to the other and say, "Hey, can we uh, move this or move it to tomorrow?" And then the other goes, "Yes, I always love having meetings moved." <laughs> yes, <laughs> every time. Yes. Flaking is my favorite thing. Yeah, it's so, like a, it's a love language. <laughs> so, Mental Health Corner always always uh, segues well into our first sponsor. Um. So I'm going to take a moment. Christina usually does this read and she does a fantastic job of it because she is a longtime user of the ZocDoc service. Um, so we always trust her to have the right thing to say. But I'm going to take it this week and I'm going to reference the fact that Christina loves this sponsor. If you're a fan of it, sushi is incredible. But gas station sushi, not so much. Finding the right sushi makes all the difference. The same goes for finding the right doctor. With ZocDoc, you can find the right doctor for you in your network and in your neighborhood, one that makes you feel like you're in good hands, you're supported, and you're heard, even if you're just telling them about your favorite sushi place. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun. Whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that mole checked out, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. ZocDoc's mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. Search, find, and book doctors with a few taps. Find and review local doctors and read patient or read verified patient reviews from all the people who made real appointments. Now, when you walk into that doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that is right for you, and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. Christine is one of them. It's her go-to whenever she needs to find and book a quality doctor. She will say it. She's been doing it for a decade. Go to ZocDoc.com slash overtired and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's zocdoccom slash overtired. ZocDoc.com slash overtired. Boom. Do you want to make it a sponsor block and go ahead and do the next one? Oh, yes. Rock block. Um, Simply Safe. We're going to talk about Simply Safe. Did you know that property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike over the winter? Certainly true in my neighborhood, especially Kias. People like to take the <laughs> Kias lately in my neighborhood. That's why now is the best time to secure your home with award-winning home security. Simply Safe is the home security system I recommend to everybody. Make it your resolution to start the new year with greater peace of mind and safety for you and your family. Here's why we love it. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report a third year in a row. In an emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology, trademark, exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Can I also say Verifying that the threat is real mostly goes the other way, which is like neighbors are are sure that all of the packages are being stolen. But in fact, <laughs> you you look at the tape and you see that it was just delivered to the wrong place. 
That's where Simply Safe could come in. Just calm people the fuck down. <laughs> Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and out. Smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real. And even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under $1 a day, less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance for massive savings on our favorite security system. Get 50% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash overtired today. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash overtired. This is their biggest discount of the year. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Okay, I, I have a topic and I don't really know how how to gauge our listeners' familiarity with this thing. So we're just going to uh, assume little knowledge and we're going to talk about bookmarklets in your browser. Okay. Um, Brett, do you want to explain what a bookmarklet is? A bookmarklet? is a bookmark in your browser that instead of going to a web page, it executes JavaScript inline. And it can be used for all kinds of things, um, such as using a bookmarking service, taking the current page and sending it to uh, an API to create a bookmark, uh, like you would do with Pinboard or back in the day, Delicious. Mm. Um, I make a bunch of bookmarklets that do things like uh, zap all video ads on a page with a click. Uh, open a Ooh. product hunt link without going through an intermediary. Uh, like to turn but product hunt used to make it a pain in the ass to visit the actual website that the product was for. So I made a bookmarklet that basically bypassed their interstitial page. <laughs> and like little things like that. And you can you can use them to hack all kinds of annoyances on the web and to add all kinds of features to the web. So in my experience of bookmarklets, the ones that I have loved tend to no longer be effective. So yeah. Pinboard is a great example. Instapaper, same thing. Because why? Because of uh, what's it called? It's security. Content security policy. Yeah, that's it. CSP. Um, they basically... the they've limited the ability of JavaScript to access external web pages and therefore defeated most bookmarklets. You can still hold on adjusting a cat. There's a um, cat coming in. You can still do a lot of stuff. And I still use like, I have a style stealer bookmarklet. Yes. That rips the formatting from any blog or web page and turns it into like a mark. To I love that style, word. and it still works. Um, sometimes you have to do a little security bypassing to get local scripts to run, uh, but by hosting them on HTTPS servers and loading them, if they if they load remote code and you do it over HTTPS, you can sometimes work around. But then it's also it's not always browser specific. Some sites won't allow cross-site execution yes. of JavaScript. So they can't, the, the page you're on won't allow you to load an external JavaScript. So 
these days, like I used to host all the bookmarklets I shared. I used to host on a CloudFront uh, SSL-based server. And the bookmarklet that I had people install would just be a conduit to load the code from the web. And that way I could update everyone's bookmarklets just by updating the code on the web. And the next time they ran it, they would be running the most recent version. That works almost nowhere anymore. Uh, these days, if you want a complex bookmarklet to run, you have to actually embed the entire code in the bookmarklet. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. So I was confused about that because I only actually, I didn't, I hadn't thought about it that way. I only thought of bookmarklets as all of the code is embedded in the bookmark. Yeah. No, I used to, I used to use basically you, you just inject a script tag into the current document and, and add a source to it and then trigger it so that it loads the source as if it's loading into the page that you're currently on. Yeah. Got it. And so is the, is the limitation now without, kind of finding ways to go around it. It's a limitation. You can act on the page that's open in your browser, but that's it. I, you can act on the page that's open in your browser without importing any external code or sending code to us. Like I used to have bookmarklets that worked with Marky, the Markdownifier. Yeah. And right. it could send the content of the current page to an API that would turn it into Markdown for you. Um, stuff like that has hit all kinds of like, GitHub, for example, where most of the stuff I marked downified was from like Stack Overflow or GitHub. Yeah. And both of those sites have cross domain uh, scripting protection that doesn't make that accessible anymore. And so essentially it's 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 the world of, of web content and web creation going, hey, these things aren't safe. Yeah. Um, we got yeah, to find a valid. There are valid security concerns there. But like. In the case of like Marky, what I ended up doing, uh, I don't know if you know this, but shortcuts on Mac um, have a URL handler. Yes. And you can pass, you can trigger them and pass data to them using a URL. So I just created bookmarklets that just pass the content of the current page, do a little cleanup and pass it to a shortcut that runs gather, the uh, markdownifying utility yes. I made. Yes. Um, so it does it all locally and without sending to any other sites, uh, ah. which which you still you can still pull off. Right. If you if you've got the time and the and the mind sure. for <laughs> to to knit something with sixteen different sizes of yarn. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to talk about bookmarklets for just a minute, and you already started bringing us into what I was interested in talking about next, which is like how you get bookmarklet-like behaviors without being able to do bookmarklets as they have been done. You've told us the shortcut example. I wanted to bring in PopClip as an example, yeah. which does work on highlighted text in a web page, basically. Yeah. So there are some not so recent changes to PopClip that I am only now aware of that I'm excited about. Explain, so PopClip, a couple of things. What are some bookmarklet-like things you do with PopClip? What, okay, let's, let's describe PopClip at its most basic. If you're familiar with iOS, when you select text, it pops up a little thing with copy, paste, et cetera, look up in dictionary. Uh, that little that little bubble that pops up on iOS is what PopClip recreates on the Mac. So whenever you select text in any situation, PopClip pops up its little bubble. Uh, it's, it's not unobtrusive, but 
you can just type it away. You can just keep typing and 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 it'll go away. Um, but uh, you can assign any any kind of functionality you want into that pop up toolbar to do things like camel case or snake case your text or look it up on DuckDuckGo. Or like for me, I have one where I can just highlight any text containing a URL and I can preview that URL in a pop-up window without having to switch from my browser. Um, it can do insane number of things. And I have a whole, I have a whole pop clip extensions uh, download on my blog with, I think, probably 20 different extensions in it. I actually have a, a gather pop clip extension that does pretty much the same thing as like my bullseye bookmarklet do. Uh, Popclip is really good at it can grab raw HTML from a web page and it can also do its own internal markdown conversion. My markdown conversion is better. <laughs> um, I have put I put a lot more time and effort into accurate markdown conversion of things like tables and definition lists and whatnot than than Popclip has any interest in doing so. Um, so I take their raw HTML and, and then feed it into Gather. But I think like my primary use of Popclip is surround. Like I actually made a whole a Popclip maker, an app that generated Popclip extensions that yeah. would surround text with different things. Yeah. Um, and and I use it for like critic markup, for example. Like I have a whole extension that just lets you add and remove and modify text uh using pop clip to insert critic markup markup yeah, and nice. um and the thing that they added a while back but apparently just are just now touting is the <laughs> the ability to create these like surround and search type um, pop clip extensions using YAML files, which is fa fabulous. That's fantastic. Yeah. And like, shout out to Jay Miller, who did a nice little video on that. Yeah. Drop Jay's, drop Jay's uh, video in the show notes if you have it. I will. And also, we need to have Jay on the show. Oh, we uh, totally do. That was one of my favorite of the last final season of, oh my God. Systematic? Your, systematic was the, the episode with Jay Miller. Yeah. Jay, um, Jay is a great guy. Um, yeah, but I uh, I even have a better touch tool gesture. If I hold down my index and ring finger and then tap with my middle finger, it will pop up using uh, Apple Script. It'll pop up the uh, pop clip toolbar, even if there's not a selection. Ooh, look at you. Um, but a lot of times I make my selections using my keyboard instead of my mouse yeah uh and pop clip only recognizes when you select text with a mouse yes so if i like option right arrow shift to to select something and then i do want to run pop up on it i can just hold down two <laughs> fingers tap with my middle finger and get my uh get my pop clip toolbar which currently has awesome. let's see i have WebMD, which is one of my extensions that Markdownifies using uh, Aaron Aaron Schwartz's HTML to text. Rest in peace. I have Copy Plus, which uh, is a copy tool that appends 
whatever you copy to the current clipboard selection, which is a built-in function of Pop Clip, but mine adds new lines the way I want it to. Uh, DuckDuckGo, one for commenting text in uh, HTML or, uh, or with, with uh, hashes. Uh, word count. Uh, I have oh, a, yeah, word count. I have an extension for making bulleted and numbered lists uh, in markdown formatting. So if I select multiple lines, I can just turn them into lists. Uh, one for markdown emphasis, one for uh, collapsing. Par- uh, so a lot of times when we put together our um, our sponsor reads, I copied them out of PDFs that that really mess with the line breaks. Um, yeah. So I can just select a paragraph and hit my unwrap pop clip extension and it will remove all of the line breaks in the paragraph. Um, and then I, as, as mentioned, camel case and snake case and uppercase and lowercase. And, and random case. You can do random case if, you're, if that's <laughs> lead, the, lead speak. If you're into that kind of shit. Um, <laughs> and then, and then I have one called slugify that will yeah. take selected text and lowercase it and hyphenate it and remove invalid characters so you can make like a a a jekyll blog style slug out of it that's awesome you know one one thing i recommend it for is so i have colleagues who like aren't necessarily comfortable in text editors um but i would love for them to have the power a text editor gives you to manipulate text yeah and this is like such an easy way to give them that power yeah, this is great. People love it. I mean, they have like the featured. I think the featured extension right now is like if you have a list with commas, you highlight it. Yeah, click click the extension and it turns it into just a regular list, ordered list. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. so if you do shit like that, and I do like to party with the text. <laughs> do yeah, like, it? It, like a, a lot of. So I have a combination of. I run a lot of services. Um, you've seen my markdown service tools. You've seen yeah. all of the services that I create. Um, and some of those have been converting to shortcuts and some of them get converted to mark, uh, pop clip extensions, but basically I'm always using a combination of services and, and pop clip while I'm editing and any app that I use that doesn't play well with services or pop clip, uh, I, I give up on very quickly VS Mm. code, for example, VS Code does not do a great job of handling input from services. Like a service processes text and then replaces your current text with the output of the service. VS Code tends to chunk that up in various ways. And and that has been a major blocking point for me in using VS Code because it doesn't work with all of the tools that I'm just used to having. Yeah, right, right. Uh, Obsidian too. Obsidian also uses like an electron based. Is it? It's explain to me why what it is about being electron based that causes that issue. Because most of the text editing is done in uh, a it's a web browser. It's WebKit. Uh, Got it. And and you are your your text isn't technically being handled directly through a Cocoa text field. It's it's sub- subject to whatever kind of text editor they built in a WebKit field, um, um, which is unpredictable. Yeah. 
Um, okay, I want to. I have somewhere I want to go from here, but I have to ask you a question. I have only just noticed that on some of the actions I have loaded, um, there is a little gear. And if I open up the gear, I get some options like yeah. show as icon only, which I did not realize was a thing. And the other one is like, obviously, with the search, you can open it up and put, you know, where do you want to search or whatever. Yeah. So it's also just kind of a nice little second layer to these elegant little things. Yeah. They're, and they're I, elegant. I don't know if you can add options with the. That was what I was going to ask you next. With the YAML. I haven't. <clears throat> because I'm adept at making my own pop clip extensions manually and like a, a regular pop clip extension uses xml it uses a plist file uh, uh to define all of its characteristics and its options and and where it works and and like you can define this extension only shows up if these conditions are met got it and and things like that that I'm used to defining in the P list. And I, I have never explored like exactly how much of that translates to the the YAML extension format. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that too. The idea of this only shows up if certain conditions are met. Yeah. Um I don't I've never seen a place where I have control over that in an extension unless I was writing it. Is that true? No right, exactly. Okay. Um it, it's defined by the extension author. And in in the same document where the uh, YAML extensions are explained, you can find all of the various keys that you can use to determine where, <clears throat> sorry, where an extension shows up um, and, and what its result is. It seems like this year you've embraced shortcuts a little more. I'm trying. Like when I found out that you can, Shortcuts, if you drag a system service onto shortcuts, onto the app, it will do its best to convert your system service to a shortcut. Mm, yeah. And Apple is clearly more invested in continuing development of shortcuts than they are in continuing the development of Automator. Uh -huh. um, like Automator, if you if you add a shell script option to Automator, it still offers you... Uh, a, a series of processors you can have that shell script run in Ruby, Perl, Python, etc. But Apple is no longer embedding those processors mm. in macOS, and it's pretty clear to me that shortcuts is the future. So I am making an effort to to parlay my knowledge in in system services in Automator to shortcuts and to make use of and honestly shortcuts are more powerful um like just if then and for loops like you can't do that in automator yeah, right you don't have that option and shortcuts make that very easy so like i see the benefit of shortcuts and i am kind of working to to keep up with the kids in this <laughs> in this case the shortcuts kids <laughs> <laughs> the ones that take all the extracurriculars rosemary got to keep up with the rosemary oh man that's not possible uh, <laughs> but it's a great rosemary is a great north star <laughs> for sure i uh for anyone who missed it i filled in for rosemary on uh the uh, episode of automators i think it was the last one that came out um but uh but it was just me and david sparks talking about mostly the stuff i've made but um, 
I, I did my best to fill in for Rosemary on automators. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I, I, I owe that sparks character a lot. I mean, there was a period of time for me. I remember I got laid off from a public radio job. It was kind of laid out. There was a grant funded project and the grant money ran out and I didn't know what I wanted to do and, and what skills I wanted to build. And at the same time, um, it was really like the, it was really like the David Sparks first wave, you know, he's like putting the books out and he's, you know, yeah. like you two did a book together. Uh, I learned about you through that. Um, and, you know, like that was such an important time in my, in my development as a power user. Um, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I owe a lot of my, my success in the Mac community to like David, uh, to Merlin Mann and John Gruber and their like interactions and mentions of me early on. But most people I talked to, they heard about me from my guest spots on like Mac power users and yeah. automators and Sparks Sparks has played a major role in 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 who I am on the on the Mac internet these days. Well, he, he, I mean, to this day, you know, he speaks your name about you know once or twice an episode, <laughs> but as much as I mentioned Danny Glamour, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, okay, the last. So we've been talking about these like this this whole thing for me is like these elegant little tools. The last one for me is actually just going to be my graptitude real quick. And then Brett, I want to do a lightning round with you because you've started <laughs> releasing your favorites end of your favorites. Okay. You into that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So my, my graptitude will just kind of follow this idea of these elegant little tools um, into this great curated directory of like 750 plus Mac menu bar apps. Um, it's a, somebody, I don't know who is this, that I should say who this is. Cause that's a lot of work they put into it. Um, did a lot of work. Uh, organizing all these things into an, a website with a really nice interface. Um, and his name is maybe Luke, uh, L-U-U-K. Um, anyway, it's in, the, it's in the show notes. So I recommend this as much as a way to see what is possible in a menu bar app as what exists. Because I found, as I started going through this and clicking the things that were interesting to me, they were almost all no longer developed. Um, but I don't think that's the reason uh, to ignore them. I mean, it's it's actually wonderful to have an index of of no longer active apps because it gives you a sense of what came before. And, Ooh, but um, there's a Chat GPT menu bar app. Oh man, at the top. I I have a I have a dear friend who's doing some dark magic with uh, Chat GPT right now. <laughs> stuff is insane. Where is it? Where's the GPT? It it's like number three on page one of the I see it recently added. Wow, that's a whole nother episode. I mean, <laughs> that's a whole nother episode once a month for the next you know three years until something else comes. This seems this seems blah, blah, blah. edit. This seems like something that came out of the Pentagon. <laughs> Chat GPT, <laughs> total yeah. DARPA DARPA project. Well, and we talked about Menu Bar X. Uh, that was a that was a pick a while back, uh, yeah. where you can put like all kinds of little web browser apps into your menu bar. Is is the barrier to creating a menu bar app any lower than for any other kind of app that has to pass approval? Any lower? No, no. It okay. might might actually be a little higher. Higher. Um, it takes a little more effort to make a menu bar only app than to make a simple Mac app. Got it. Um, 
to to make a good app of any kind, there you know there's there's a barrier, <laughs> right? Uh, and if if you're if you're if you're good enough to make a good Mac app, you're good enough to make a menu bar app. That's got it. it it's about equal, but uh, it does take a little more effort to put it menu bar only. Awesome. Well, I'm going to move us past that because we're running. I want to do the lightning round. Here's the, here's the rules, Brett. Okay. You get to say, I name the app and you get to say one sentence. Okay. Okay. And it doesn't matter. The sentence can be uh, how it makes you feel or the sentence can be what it does. It doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. And we're going to start with your list of um, favorites, uh, your Mac apps favorites. Okay. Okay. But then we're going to do a super lightning round where you only get two words for your own apps. Okay. Because you <laughs> okay. did your favorites, your own projects. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? You want to stretch? You want to, you know, hit your cough button and make a guttural sound? I wish I had more coffee, but I drank all my coffee. All we're right. Gonna, we're going to do it. Let's do Here it. we go. This is, these are Brett's favorite apps of 2022. Uh, one sentence per. Here we go. Affinity Photo 2. Finally, uh, it, it's finally a true competitor to Adobe. Everything is coming into place. Comma, everything is coming into place. Okay, that's one sentence. Um, or a semicolon? Hmm. I think that was a sentence. All right. Uh, kaleidoscope. <laughs> uh, it's been through many hands uh, over, over its lifetime. As far as a Mac diff app, it is the best you can find. So that was like an M dash and not a period. Are you looking at your fucking blog post? That's cheating. What? Okay. I see it in your glasses. <laughs> Curio, Curio. You do whatever Cur you want. Curio is oh, such an amazing app full of surprises and delight. And as far as project management goes, it is project management and brainstorming are Curio's strong points. And I absolutely love it. Awesome. Regix RX. Oh, there are so many regular expression testers and and creators out there, but Regex RX, which looks like weirdly like a Java app, is has all the features I've ever wanted, and I've never found anything that is as good. I'm worried that you're going to complete. Uh, I'm worried that you're going to continue this pattern of using parentheticals as a loophole to <laughs> keeping it to one sentence. All right, clean shot X. The most elegant app on Mac right now. It is if you need to shoot screenshots or screen video, it does everything exactly the way you want it to. It's so intuitive, so amazing. So it's so good. You got to get these sentences shorter. Bike. <laughs> bike. Uh, it, if you love task paper, you're going to love bike. The best outliner that came out in the last year. Warp. Warp is like I'm still an iTerm 2 guy. I still love iTerm, but Warp adds artificial intelligence, command completion, and amazing uh, command line autocomplete to your terminal. Clean my Mac X. Just so Mac Keeper gave a bad name to all of the uh, Mac Hell yeah. cleaning apps. But Mac uh, Clean My Mac X is just a downright responsible application that will clean and optimize your Mac in a way that is not shady at all. 
You you made that one sentence by cheaply using the word but. Um, <laughs> da Vinci Resolve. <laughs> we skipped Mac Updater. Oh, shit. Mac Updater. Sorry, everybody. Man, I love Mac Updater because I don't have to wait until I launch an app to find out there's an update. I know exactly what apps on my Mac need update at any given time. As soon as an update is available, I know about it. And Mac Updater just keeps it all together. DaVinci Resolve. DaVinci Resolve. I have not, I, I do not do enough video editing to feel comfortable dropping $200 on Final Cut Pro X. DaVinci Resolve has professional level video editing capabilities for free. Who to spot? Whoop, whoop. If you love Spotlight, just wait till <laughs> wait till you try in a world. <laughs> it's it's spotlight on steroids. It's amazing. Choosy. Oh, there are so many apps that will let you use multiple browsers, but Choosy is the oldest and still, in my opinion, the best app for choosing what what links open in what browser. Better touch tool. I don't think I could possibly summarize better touch tool in two sentences but comma but <laughs> if you want to automate your machine your from your trackpad to your stream deck to your keyboard if you want to make shit happen better touch tool is is your go-to yeah, I mean, in fact, that wasn't even Brett's voice. It was AI generated by a, a better touch tool action <laughs> where you put two fingers on the trackpad, you lick the mic, and, <laughs> and you and you blink twice, and then hit enter on the keyboard. It's incredible. It's incredible. All right, five five left. Hook mark. Uh, hook hook mark is so hard to describe, but basically, if you want to link together any two things, any any multiple things on your computer, you're like a to-do item, a video, a PDF, a file, uh, a web page. If you want to make it so that you can find related uh, uh, objects from any of those things, you can use Hookmark to hook them together and create networks, basically, of information, no matter where they're located on your drive or in the world. Uh, you can just hook them together and it is, it's a hard to describe application that once you get into it is just infinitely useful. Okay. Listen, you got three left here, but for God's sake, don't go longer than the actual text on the website. Uh, <laughs> so, mailmate. I'm going to, I'm going to just quote my website. I'm not sure anything will ever pull me away from mailmate. <laughs> it's my email tool of choice, power without compromise. I thoughts X. Uh, I use a lot of mind maps and I use a lot of mind mapping apps and I thoughts X is still my favorite mind mapping software on the Mac. All right. And, and finally dash dash. I use dash constantly because it offers me instant search of any API doc, any programming language, anything I need a cheat sheet for. I can just hit a shortcut and I can type in an abbreviation and find exactly the documentation I'm looking for. All right, we did it. That was great. Now, listen, this is the hard one, okay? And I'm going to okay. change it because I don't want you going long like that. Ready? Oh, boy. So it's, you get, you get Two one, words. one word. One word. Yeah, this is just for fun. 
Okay. One word to describe each of your tools from your um, favorite tools of 2022 that you created. Okay. All right. And everyone's going to go there. You know, it's all right. People, we're just getting people over it. You just give them, give them a word. Okay. Uh, bunch. Can I use a hyphen it? It's a terrible, that's a terrible. We're going to give you two words. Bunch. Plain, plain text automation. Mm, all right. Doing. Time tracking. Mm, gather. Markdownification. You're doing great. How's it? Build notes. Repeatability. No. There you go. Mm. NA. Narcotics Anonymous. Community. <laughs> Community. 12, 12 steps. <laughs> um, no. Uh, command line, one word. Mm-hmm. Task Ooh. paper, two words. <laughs> Interaction, three words. All right, all right. Command line, task paper. Good. Search link. Instant search. Oh, mm, where do I sign up? Uh, marked two. Markdown preview. Uh, NV Ultra on my epitaph. <laughs> <laughs> Markdown note taking. Boom. Brett, thank you for all that you do and for putting up with my stupid lightning round thing. <laughs> um, I know that. Far before I knew you, I looked forward to these end of year posts. I also, I also checked your site every day to see if there was a new web excursions post because those were always super fun. <laughs> so thank you for all that you do and for being a, a podcast friend. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Hey, my pleasure. <laughs> life, life is better for knowing you. Oh shucks, I feel the same. Thank you. That's very kind. I had, and, uh, I, I drove to the cities. The Twin Cities uh, to have lunch with Rabbi Eric Linder, previous guest, friend of the show. Um, but Jeff's Jeff's household was going through some illnesses that I didn't want to be exposed to, so I did not get to see Jeff on this last trip. Uh, it was great to see Eric, but uh, but definitely miss seeing you. Influenza A coming through the house. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, I hope you get some sleep, at least. Yeah. <laughs> get some sleep, Jeff. The system is going down low.